Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. All right, cash the ticket with you on a Tuesday there's blood in the streets we will discuss it is the recap episode i ain't doing no rate review subscribe dance because the way that we rewarded you for all of your love all of your reviews all of the support was the single worst sunday in the history of our lives following an electric saturday lessons to be learned embarrassment to be had confidence shattered we come to you on a Tuesday. Jim Costa, how are you? Saturday night was electric, and then Sunday happened. A bagel, a goose egg, a zero, an ofer. Have you ever had a Sunday like that? Maybe we shouldn't dwell in the negative. No. You want to start with Saturday first? Sure. I mean, because basically, here, let me show you all the money I handed back to the book. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Hey, Saturday, I had my shovel out, and I just took that money and said, here, I hate money. Take it back. Right into the furnace. Yes. No, no, no. no. We're going to do the recap episode correctly, and then we have to talk about Sunday because I think it's important to remember that you, you, you have to look at it in a vacuum. You can't let it affect the way you play. I mean, I'd be lying to you if I said, holy shit, my confidence is not great. Um, but it's more... You can't, you just have to know that shit happens. Like, I'm not going to change the way I bet the NFL. I'm not going to change betting those styles of games and the situations. Like, hey, I have a goal. See, here's the other thing. Let's, let's, you know what? Fuck it. Save the good stuff for me. Let's just dive right in because okay. I don't want to, I don't want to do what other podcasts do. Like, I don't want to do this shit where you don't, like, I hate how no one gives their record out. Give your record. Be honest with people. If I were any fucking good at this, you think I'd work for a living? I'm entertaining, and I'm decent at it. But, man, I'm like you guys. I'm in the streets, people. I'm a man of the streets. I'm in the, I, I, my hands are blood bloodied with you. So, the idea that I go 0-5 on a Sunday with five Home teams in the National Football League. What? One, two, three of them in desperation spots. Three of them in division. Triple D's. It's unthinkable, but it's my reality. And the last two games I left off the board, we talked about it on the NFL deal. I took the Packers off the board. I took the Bills off the board. Wins. It is what it is. I mean, there's nowhere to go. Where am I going to hide? I had a fucking terrible day. You want to fade? First, here, you know what? The headphones are coming off for this because now I'm, I'm, I'm getting pissed. Now I'm getting warm. People, here's a, 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 a public service announcement from the desk of me, Mikey. I beg you to bet responsibly. If you didn't, here, I'm turning into Jim. I'm begging you to bet responsibly. If you didn't, that's a YP, not an MP. I beg you not to blindly fade anyone, not me, not your mommy, not cookies. If you do, what do you want me to tell you? I tell you I'm not a pro. I, I don't sell you a hotline. I don't sell you picks. I don't make guarantees. I'm transparent. I had a god-awful Sunday. It is what it is, but I don't press my bets. 
I don't do this martingale nonsense, and I don't, I don't allow it to hurt me. I, I mean, I bet an amount of money it ain't going to change my life. I mean, I'm not happy losing it, but it's like, no, I didn't take Saturday's profits, and then once I started 0-2, well, I'll double, triple, I'll get it. But no, no, you're not going to get it back. The only person who's going to get it back is the book. So the most responsible thing I can tell you is I'm an asshole. I had a terrible Sunday. And you know what, Jim? Here's how I'm feeling. I go 4-1 and one in week one, and then I'm, I'm sitting at an 0-5 for week two with a couple of games pending. You know what? Maybe this is all the cosmic gambling karma. I had the greatest NFL year of my life last year. 10-1 and one on the BGBs. I don't know, 15 games, 16 games over 500 in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm giving it all back this year. <laughs> I don't know. But if you're asking me, am I going to change the style of games I play where I focus on Home teams, short dogs, divisional dogs. I'm not. Jim, I'm not. I'm not I'm not gonna be the guy, you know, betting the Bills laying ten, betting the Cowboys laying eight, taking a Miami team off a win against a bad defense when their defense blows, and you go to New England at night, back against the wall, Belichick, you can't stop the run. Patriots are gonna hammer it. And what did I watch? I watched a Patriot team with the worst defensive game plan I've ever seen, and I watched a Miami team who can't stop the run look like the 1975 Pittsburgh Steelers. I got fucked. I did a bad job. I don't run from it. Like, what do you want me to say with the Bengals? I mean, the, the, the Joe Burrow's longest completion of the year midway through the third quarter of Week 2 was 12 yards. He threw one of the worst interceptions of the week in the end zone. Jaguars getting three and a half at home. Guys, how many trips to the red zone can Trevor Lawrence give you where they don't score a touchdown? All I'll tell you is this. I'm going to flush it down the toilet. Jim, we, we talked about this. You said what? This is a burn the tape Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you're listening to the podcast be entertained. Yeah, you want the picks to be good. I want them to be good. You think I'm happy handing out that poo-poo platter? Fuck no. I feel terrible. I'm like, Jim, I have a heart. I pray that you didn't lose any real money there, but I know somebody did, and I feel terrible well, about and it. And I but. do feel bad for that person. But like you said, you have to find the sweet spot. Betting enough to where you care, but not betting too much that if you lose, it fucks yeah. up your life. And everybody's got a different number, and it's why we don't do the, the sharing of the financials. Whatever that number is for you in your situation, bet enough that it's fun and entertaining. Don't bet too much to where if you have an offer, you got to go home and, and talk to your significant other about it. Do not put yourself in that I mean, position. We, we go 5-2 and two on Saturday. And then obviously, games we talked about off the thing that don't count for the record, I had an 8-2 and two day on Some Saturday. Some live bets. Yep. And I come back and go 0-5. Oh 0-5! Oh well, it's, you mentioned... 0-5! Oh 5-0-0-5! Five. Five. Oh, oh five. I sound like Howard Dean. I mean, honestly, I, I said it in a recap episode. You do that shit in a movie, you end up getting peed on by Armand DeSante in the woods. Shout out to for the money. It sucks. But if you've gambled long enough, it's going to happen to you. So, Like, bet your ass. You may not admit it publicly. It's happened. Oh, yeah. You know what it is? It's losing five bets in a row. Maybe not all in one day. Maybe it was five over a week, whatever. You're gonna, it's going to happen. So it is what it is. Whatever, man. Hey, shoot I gotta, or shoot. I got to right push up. forward. Yep. And I got to do the work, and I got to make sure I don't let it linger. Now, question. You don't want one loss. Yeah, what's up? We, we, we made the me? reference to like burn the tape. It's one of those deals where your team loses by a million. You don't even put the tape back in. A little self-scout. You have gone through it, it sounds like. You went. You got the projector out, and you sat in the dark room, and you you watched it over again, and you would have done a lot of the same plays. Damn, you're all the same plays. I already did the Al Pacino Any Given Sunday speech in the mirror. I have I pissed away all my money. I have I Chased won. away anyone who ever loved me. <laughs> or Sunday was bad. I've made every mistake a middle-aged man can make. I mean, I just, no, I mean, it was, it was, it was one of these things where Jim, I never was on the right side of any of the NFL games and I wasn't on the wrong side of any of the college games. So in the end, the lesson for people is going to be budget management. You can survive a horrific day like that, a day, a day I've never had in the NFL because I'm not an idiot. If you're an idiot, here's what happens. You have one day like that. 
and you can fuck your life up. Now, I'm not trying to be Johnny Buzzkill. We like to have fun on this deal. But if you if you decide you were going to, oh, I'm feeling great. I had a huge day. I'm going to quadruple. I'm going to 10X my bet. I'm going to chase. Dude, you're going to ruin yourself. I can't be responsible for that. I, I beg you guys not to do that shit. I beg you. The one that I would self-scout and say, shouldn't have bet. And there's only one. The Giants. I told you not. I know. I'm laying north of a field goal on the road, and part of it was I know. X's and O's lined up. Cardinals aren't any good. Well, here's the problem. It's the NFL, and even teams that, quote, aren't very good linger. They hang around. Yeah. And, and the Giants all don't ultimately win the game, but th- th- those damn points. So let's do this. And, and this is a reminder. There was one week last year in the NFL, despite having this awesome record, right, and, and really leveraging the big plays, which are on record. I think in there, Jim, if we go back in the notes, there was one week I went one and six. Sounds about right. It's going to happen. And I just go through the games. All right, Lions at home. Mm-hmm. Laying the four and a half. Now, I don't love laying big points, but I thought that was a smash spot for the Lions. Seattle oh, comes to town with backup offensive tackles. Uh, DK Metcalf gets hurt early in the game. You go in 14-7. First play to second half, Montgomery, fumble, own end of field, touchdown 14-14. You and I could bicker about the fourth down decisions, but they didn't work. The bottom line is Dan Campbell's gambling didn't work. You end up late in the game. To me, you had a shot to go in and win the game, which would have killed us as betters, let's be fair. Mm-hmm. But they, they they soft played it. And then overtime comes around, Seattle goes right down the field and beats you. All right, we weren't the right side. Would I change the bet West Coast to East Coast? Lions on 10 days rest, the other team not. Other team bringing in banged up O-line. I wouldn't change the bet, but we lost. Go Bengals-Ravens. Bengals 0-1. Championship DNA, Joe Cool at quarterback, laying south three and a half, so you lay in the three. It's a Ravens team that that strutted against a rookie and a dog shit Houston team, and now they got to go on a road. The Bengals proceed to not score an offensive touchdown in the first half. They go to first six quarters of the year without one. Burrow's longest completion is 12 yards. He throws a god awful interception in the end zone. And apparently, the, I, I got to tell you, we got to downgrade Lou Adoromo's defense now. Mm-hmm. The loss of those safeties, including Jesse Bates, they couldn't stop anything. Would I change the bet? Like team A, team B situation? No. No. All right. Go with Houston. It's a rat game. Anthony Richardson's in the game. I was betting on playing Anthony Richardson. He gets hurt. Now you bring in Gardner Minshew, and no one's going to argue. The team's better with Minshew than Richardson in the short term. And they were. He basically goes out and completes his first 15 passes. Terrible bet. Would I change it? Maybe. That one's a maybe. Well, especially when when you find out Tunsil's out too, right? So they're down four offensive linemen in Houston. That was the only thing before kickoff. I go, we might not be here. Bad bet. Yeah, I I pretty much knew I was dead. Okay. Go to New England. Home divisional desperate dog. I got Belichick and a power running game. I got both starting guards back in the lineup against the Miami team that was giving up about six yards of carry to the Chargers. And now they're going on the road after winning, cross-country, back the other side. Jim, I will always make that bet. So, I I mean, it is what it is. It's one of those fucked-up things. It was a terrible Sunday. So there's your post-mortem. I don't know what to tell you. Let's talk Saturday. Back at it again. No, let's talk Saturday. Let's 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 give oh, ourselves inflate the vibes. Yeah, inflate those vibes because Mike, you had a 61-yard field goal give you a victory, and that wasn't even the best game you had on Saturday. That was beautiful by you. We're texting back and forth. Your play, rooting for you the whole way. Mizzou gives themselves what a penalty five yards back, and then makes the 60-yarder. That was epic. They took a delay of game setting up the field goal. How is that possible? It wasn't a running clock, you know, fire drill routine. Uh, 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 Eli Drinkowitz, what? Um, but no, again, home dog, the three and a half, it just sat there. That one was good. Uh, I loved our USA play. South Alabama, I mean, in a snap, getting seven and a half, you're up 16 nothing. 
They were up 23 nothing. Rock and chair. I, I, you and I found each other like Lady and the Tramp on that game, even though we didn't talk about it prior. That one was a smash. I thought me adding the West Virginia game late, never a doubt. I mean, wh- how was your Kovich, an NFL quarterback two years ago, and now this kid can't complete a pass? Terrible. Terrible. Those interceptions. Oh, who are the intended receivers on those? I, you couldn't find the intended receiver. He threw one, two, no several idea. back-breaking interceptions. And I love it because yeah, you get no. that moonshine, Morgantown, night game, rivalry. They they ate that stuff up. You don't walk up. into Milan Putzker Stadium and walk out alive. <laughs> the go, pride of West Virginia. Go back real quick. South Alabama. I love that because I'd like to think we know what we're talking about. That doesn't mean we're always right. It doesn't mean every game we pick is going to hit. But I liked them preseason. Sunday. Hello. But I liked South Alabama all offseason, first couple weeks of the regular season. I've been going thumbs down on the pokes, and it all kind of crystallized together in a rocking chair. Put your head on the pillow and sleep well at night. That, to me, that's why it was such a great feeling because – I didn't give up. I, I stuck with what I thought yeah. I knew, and, and you the same way, and we get a big win, which kicked off, as we call it, a night-heavy card. So it's it's South Alabama, it's West Virginia. I think our best play, though, was Chomp Chomp, Florida Gators. Yeah. If I didn't miss the BGB in week one, I was tinkering with that for week two, but I said, don't force it, give it a few weeks, get some more data. They were never losing that game. I Power mean, they just run. jumped. Mm-hmm. They jumped out and just, dude, Tennessee's a fraud. I, I told you in the summer I Correct. didn't like him. Joe Milton's got a cannon for an arm, but he don't know where it's going. The timing of the offense is off, and they don't have the skill players. They don't. Like Tyquan Thornton, the transfer from uh, Oregon, 6'5", but he's not physical. He's n- There's a reason he didn't play at Oregon, right? You know, Brew McCoy, fine enough, but. There's no Cedric Tillman. There's no Jalen Hyatt. I just, I'm telling you, I worry about that team. And especially if they're going to be laying points, that offense does not look right at all. And defensively, Grant, you texted me, Graham Mertz, third down king. <laughs> I said to you He's in the preview, darts. I'm like, dude. The one on the sideline where the receiver toe tap. Yes. Yeah. I, I, look, it was, it was, it was really good. I, my one regret. I I missed an easy game for the people. I did. I just I missed it. I missed the look ahead spot. And I did it with your team. I just missed it. Notre Dame Chips. with OSU on horizon. How are we not on CMU getting 34? Well, some of it That's is That's a bad job by me. Some of it is the quarterback situation at CMU. Burt doesn't play. He's the big play guy, but he's also the turnover guy. So instead they go Bauer, who can throw and doesn't doesn't give the ball away, and you hang around and you linger, and all of a sudden having 35 in your back pocket sure feels nice. Yeah, I felt bad. There's how good of a day we had. Florida State, BC. That was the look-ahead spot with the weather. Bet Boston College. Yeah. It was the first game we talked about, and I didn't have the guts to play it, but that hit too. That was a regret. On a day where just about everything we touched turned to gold, that's one I wish I would have played. The other one, and I have a bone to pick with you, you chopped off one game from my card, the Mountain West Digital Network's presentation of the Battle of New Mexico, and those damn Aggies won the game comfortably. My record should have an extra win on it. I'm going to need an official verdict from Evan or or... Maybe the people via email, cashticketpodcast at gmail.com. You lopped that off. I had it in my final <laughs> card. You came in like the Grim Reaper and said, uh, I'm going to get rid of one of these games. I'm going to stick you with NIU, bully you I into didn't that stick disaster. You I gave you, I, I tried to advocate for the Mac, and I said, Jim, I mean, this has got you written all over it. Oh, boy. All right, here's the deal. Here's what I'm going to, I'm going to step up in a way most people don't. I'll let you and Evan and the emailers cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. You can dictate whether Jim gets to put that game on his record. Cause I said, I'm, I'm not allowing this, but you're your own man. You did bet it. You did give, you give it, gave out the selection. Here's what I'm going to do. I, I want to offer you a betting credit. Mm-hmm. This is a free play from the book. Bonus. Which by the way, from our sponsor, I mean, listen, I wish they'd offer more bonus bets. My point is, you select the game this weekend. I am going to put a bonus bet in with my own dollars. And I will pay you a cash sum. I'm offering you a bonus bet. I bullied you on NIU. 
I bullied you. you know, I it, sensed it, it, weakness, and I bullied you. You're the Matt guy, right? NIU always hangs in, and then my like memory of all the times NIU has been in games they had no business being in just took over. And Nebraska, Nebraska made the change of quarterback. If you would have told me they weren't playing uh, Sims. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but... I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all-in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with game time. Download the game time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, I might have stayed away from that one. No, the the North, uh, the New Mexico one really gets me because I got a couple messages from listeners. They're like, why are you trying to bet this dog bleep game? And it's like, guys... If it hits, you still cash. Your your account gets credited. It doesn't matter if it's a, a New Mexico New Mexico State game. Yeah. If you got a read on the game and it works, play it. I mean, Mike, that's part of the the story of this episode is if you're just gonna be playing five games here, five games there, you're never really gonna get ahead unless you press your bets, unless you find one or two well, spots or or a parlay where you string it all together. Otherwise, you are purely doing this for a few bragging rights and a few extra games to pay attention to. Yeah, again, uh, that's why I laugh when people act like they're professionals and stuff. Get the hell out of here. All you're doing is moving money around the table. You know, hey, you take a cookie. All right, give me the cookie back. Uh, here, you know, <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? I'm 15 and 10 in college. Yeah, great. I was 4 and 1 in the NFL. Now I'm 4 and 6 with two games pending. You're moving money around. You're not getting anywhere. 
It's entertainment. Now, again, if you get hot, you got to have the discipline to get that money off the table, like I was on the verge of doing before I assassinated myself in the NFL yesterday. But again, I manage the budget, so it's like I'm not hitting the deposit button. I'm I'm good. Mm -hmm. But that was bad. Now, the other angle, like you do have to hit your parlays. We talked about this in the Gamblers 101 episode. Oh, parlays are for square. Yeah, they're also fun, and it's the only way the average guy's ever going to get ahead is you got to pop a few of them. You have to. You're betting straight games. Do the mathematics on this stuff. Oh, what are we doing? You're not betting a thousand thousand dollars, five grand a game. What the hell are we talking about? If you're doing that, you're not listening to us. Because let me tell you this: if you're betting ten grand a game and you're lo- and you're just blindly tailing two assholes from Detroit. <laughs> You might be dumber than Mel Tucker. That's just reality. I can't help We you. talked a little bit about that if you missed it, the Monday mailbag, and we got a little into MSU on that one. A uh, couple storylines from college we didn't get to. Alabama. Yeah. You bet it, so so it goes in the recap episode, but we could have like a, a yeah, bigger conversation here too. They're dead. They're dead. I want to know what Nick Saban w- was thinking. He got to see Tyler Bobby Buchner, whatever his name is, terrible quarterback from Notre Dame. You got to see him all training camp long, and you go, that's what I need. He goes 5 of 14. He can't hit the broad side of a barn. Ty Sampson or whatever his name is clearly was third string for a reason. Milrow, you knew who he was all offseason long. didn't play him. This is what we talked about in the summer. The Alabama quarterback situation was an embarrassment. I didn't understand the hiring of Tommy Reese as OC from Notre Dame. And when you look at Notre Dame in some total, I don't see a Jalen Waddle, I don't see a Devonta Smith. I don't see a Julio Jones. I don't see a Jerry Judy. I don't see a Derrick Henry. I don't see a Mark Ingram. I don't see any of that. And you know what I don't see on defense? Dogs. I don't see the special players. I'm. You knew I was down on Bama from the start. And I played against him in the SEC West, too. Jim, I got to be honest. If I'm Saban, I'm just going, you know what? I don't need this shit. I'm in my 70s. Miss Terry's got dinner on the table. <laughs> She's calling me home. We're going to go to our West Virginia mansion. What, what, what? Honestly, if you're Saban, don't you walk at the end of the year? You don't want to get – I mean, the NIL, the recruiting, the, the bullshit, okay, uh, it, they're done. To, to you done. and I and to most people, the answer would be yes. But he's maniacal. He's the same dude that after winning a national title, he was bummed that it put him behind in his recruiting schedule. Like, he's obsessive. He doesn't – you're not going to walk away easy. It's not going to be like he just okay. says, all right, uh, enough's enough. Maybe it is the last year because he wants it to be the last year, but I don't think he's the type of dude who's just going to walk away with – um with his head and his, his hands. I don't okay, think that's so who he is. Okay, so here's what they have to do. You get two choices. Because I'll tell you what I would do if I were an Alabama booster. What? It's uh, George is already my daddy. I'd go hire Coach Prime. That's the only thing that's going to be a paradigm shift with immediacy. Or you better get your boosters together. And you better get a couple million bucks. And you better go buy yourself a quarterback. That's the God's honest truth. Who you is find the best quarterback that's not going to the pros, and you go get him. How much different do they look if Sam Hartman's their quarterback? Uh, a lot. A lot. But again. They may be Sam, undefeated. May, may, oh, Texas is back. But your point is taken. I don't think he wants to use the portal that way. I, clearly, the NIL stuff has been a real problem for them because other teams are rising while they're slowly coming down and Jim when you lose it you lose it program stability is a fragile thing and I feel like they're kind of fucked now oh, I know what people are going to say oh well, what do you want to do I mean, remember what they were before him yes I do but that doesn't mean you get to stay there and burn it to the ground they're not good people did you watch any of their games they're not good. They're bad. If you took the name away, the brand away, the, the, the head coach's name away, yeah. we'd be talking about them very differently. Their upcoming schedule, ranked Ole Miss, couple road games in the SEC, Mississippi State, Texas A&M. At the end of the season, they're going to play Tennessee and LSU, go to Kentucky. Who's the quarterback for all these big games? Couldn't tell you. 
I told you I thought they were a three-loss team. No, but like I'm serious. Like do a little Tuscaloosa sports radio for me. Like you, you come right, in right, and, right. and it's midweek, and Mikey's got an opinion. Here's the quarterback I'm going to ride with okay. for this stretch of games. All right, let's go to Jerry in, uh, you know, Hoover, Mobile. Alabama. Hey there, Paul. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I realize you don't have a great roll option. Roll damn tide. I would tell you this. Here's what I would do. I think I would accept our limitations, and I would try to win as many games as I could. I'm playing Milrow, and I am going to run exclusively – spread option principles, power run. Mm-hmm. We're going to line up and hammer to rock. And I'm going to I'm going to take my quarterback and I'm going to expose him to about 150 carries. Yep. And I'm going to make things super safe and can you do it on the fly? That's not really Tommy Reese's game, but you're asking me. I'm always a big believer too. Oh, you can't install new stuff. Oh bullshit. I I watched honest to god I watched uh, Numb Nuts. Oh, my God. The guy from San Francisco who was Baltimore's OC. Um, middle of Lamar's rookie year. Oh, uh, Greg Roman. Oh, Mark Roman. Greg Roman. Yes, Greg Roman. Middle of the year, Flacco's done. They created an entirely new offense for Lamar, and it guided him to the playoffs. Okay? Don't tell me you can't start slow and integrate it. i play Milrow. I'd run the ball 100 times a game. That's it. There's your answer. I'm with you, and I think this is what Saban realized. He he wanted one of those other guys to win the job, and they didn't, so he stuck with Milrow, and then it was clear the offense was limited, so he opened it back up, and neither guy was impressive. So, yeah, you got 350-pound offensive linemen and run a little veer, mix it up a little bit with the QB run, and he's got a, he's got a big enough arm do. where if you get one-on-ones, take a couple shots. All right, here's what you could do. And, again, I'm, it's Alabama, so I'm assuming the money's not a problem. Uh, I'd offer about $3 million to Sean Lewis. He's the OC Colorado. at Colorado, but he was my guy at Kent State. Flash fast offense. Unbelievable mind. Going to be a head coach soon. But, Jim, they, they need an identity change. Colorado can't match that money. Would you be like Dave Aranda was making 2.6 at LSU as a DC five years ago? So mm-hmm. I'm like, would $3 million get Sean Lewis to go to Tuscaloosa? Yes. Absolutely. And that, then that's what you do. Then you get it done. Anything else before we go tailgate Tuesday and we get into a mailbag suggested food choice? Uh, yeah, Georgia. A conversation. You comfortable with where they're at? I'm not. Meaning? So they haven't covered any week so far this year, and Meaning. they found themselves trailing Meaning. last week to South Carolina. Yeah, including a shaky kicking situation. All I'm saying to you is the erosion of... 26 guys to the NFL over the last two years, winning two national titles in a row, and I'm sorry, that dulls the knife. I said to you at the start of this, I wasn't I wasn't going to play them to win three in a row. Now, I'm not telling you they can't win the SEC. I'm not telling you they're not coming out of the East. But, Jim, right here, right now, is Georgia the best team in America? My answer is no. Who is? See, that's the problem, as, as I think you could make the case that, hey, they've had enough roster churn, there's enough unknown, maybe they're not the best team, but maybe this is the best thing for the sport. We don't know who is, because you could make a case for no, Texas, I, no, no, no. you could make the case for Florida well, that, State. That's what I did. You didn't, you didn't look at the, the little screen, and I go, hook them. Oh. Te- Texas is the best team in the country, because they're the best up front. O-line, D-line, elite playmakers. At every level, from Sanders at tight end to Worthy and A.D. Mitchell out wide, the backfield's loaded, and Quinn Ewers, uh, hey, I'm not telling you he's perfect. He's good. And defensively, do they got dogs up front and some big-time players in the secondary. I, Jim, I'm just telling you, I, I need to see Georgia kind of get it rolling here. Otherwise, I'm, I'm just not comfortable with it. I don't think they're – they're not Georgia the last two years. Now, they may get home in maybe a weird Ohio State way like 2004 Craig Krenzel. But what am I supposed to be scared of exactly? Now, they don't play anybody. They're Michigan light. They don't play well, nobody. But you can't be losing at home to South Carolina at the half. Well, and that's, the other, that's the other team I wanted to bring up is, is Michigan. They're in the conversation, and we can talk about them briefly here. 
they haven't covered the spread in any of their cream puff games either. I mean, playing high schools and and seven yeah. six in the middle of the right. second quarter, and JJ McCarthy's throwing multiple interceptions. I'm going, what? Are, what is this? JJ is in a lot of ways Josh Allen, not physically built the same way, but when they open the offense up, he can make some of those wow plays. But but he's going to turn it over. But yeah, and I, and I know uh, I, I fighting people on social media this week. He doesn't have a lot of turnovers. Yes, but their offense is so conservative. The games where they have opened it up a little more, he's shown a propensity to put the ball in harm's way. He has ten career fumbles. They haven't lost all of them, but those are ball security issues. And he now has ten career interceptions. I still think their path to a national title is him working through these kinks, making these mistakes, coming out of it on the other side as a polished version. That's their path to a national title. He's going through that still right now. He's not the finished product. He's not a top five quarterback, maybe not even a top 10 quarterback in college football right now. But if he is yeah. by the end of the season, Mike, they are absolutely a team that can win the national title. Would I'm you disagree? I think so. You don't think so? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I don't at all. I, I, I just, Jim, they've gone to the playoff twice. They got obliterated by Georgia. And then last year was a total embarrassment for the reason you just talked about. McCarthy can't go into a game, throw 30 passes, and not turn the ball over multiple times in terrible ways. The other problem is, ask me, I don't know, eight weeks from now, can they do it? Maybe. Jim, here's what I won't do. I can't say you can win it all when you haven't played functioning human beings. I don't even know what I'm watching for Michigan. I don't even know what it is. Jim, they have played three of the worst teams in America and looked bored. They've had trouble running the ball. So that would be the word. I heard people use it with Georgia. I've heard people use it with Michigan. Bored. We know what these teams are for the most part. The nucleus is still there from a, a two-time playoff team, two-time Big Ten champion team. I don't think it's ridiculous to suggest that, yeah, they're in that conversation right now, even though right, they haven't you know played I, here's anybody. What I think. Here's what I think. I think Penn State's better than them. Well, now that's the other thing. That game is, what, in Happy Valley. And I think Drew Aller a lot like J.J. McCarthy. Good supporting cast, but still has to grow up and get the reps and air it out and figure out where he's at. Aller got away with a couple uh, squirrely throws sure. in the opener. And you know what? He missed some dudes last week in a game that... But I like I like their defense okay. better than U of M's. No, I listen... Hey, I reserve the right to tell you, yep, Michigan can win it all, but Jim, I'm sorry. The 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 Georgia and Michigan schedule, I go to hell. I mean, what the what are we doing? But Mike, it's not I get it. It's year to year and it's a different year, but they return so much. Michigan specifically returns so much that I don't think it's 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 I'm not basing the, the evaluation on bowling overrate. green is my point. All right, we overrate what they return though, because this is the other dirty secret. The Big Ten is garbage. It's garbage. I mean, look. The, the Big Ten we're watching the last few years is everything I read about because I wasn't born yet. But it's the 70s. The Big Two a little late. I mean, watch these games. You watch these games. Jim, you're as sharp as Did anybody. you see any... I don't mean like mafia better no. sharp. I mean, you're you're sharp that you watch games. You do what most hosts don't do. You watch games. And these teams fucking suck. Middle of the day on Saturday, I'm watching cuts from you know this game and that game. Wisconsin, it's yeah. everything we talked about. Wisconsin struggling with Georgia Southern. Their, their offense, it's this identity issue. Give the ball to Braylon Allen. They figure it out in the second half, and they end up winning pretty comfortable. But they, they still aren't the team they want to be stylistically. No. And that's supposed to be one of the four or five best teams in the Big Ten. Spoiler, right. they're not. Iowa's terrible. Illinois' trash. Minnesota. Purdue, who cares in the West? Right, Min oh, yeah, Minnesota. Go to Your Gophers. Uh, I know. Yeah, I, you know the what? East. They were in it for a while. A couple empty trips. Yeah. Whatever, man. I, I had a great day. The Maryland, Michigan State. Yeah. Indiana. Rutgers. Keep going like. <laughs> the point is what it so is. So you've got and and then here's the other thing. I know what you're going to do this weekend. I know you. I know you. What do you know? This is your Wilson the volleyball. You're going to bet Notre Dame. Yeah, which absolutely. Tells me you don't. And you don't think Ohio State's any good. Mm -hmm. So you basically arrive at this thing where a team like Michigan plays one game. I get to make a real determination on them one time. It's a gripe a lot of people have with college football. It's, And again, I'll be the first to tell you, I, hey man, nobody was out there pimping them like I was. They're going to go to Columbus and win two years ago. 
I just go, Sparty, I don't give a shit. I like money and I like being right. So my point is, I will tell you when I see it. Okay. But I, I don't know what to take out of this. Mike, shit. It's, it's, it's fair to say this season, light bulb hasn't gone on for Georgia. Light bulb hasn't gone on for Michigan. Light bulb has gone on for Texas. Right, they had a, a big road game. So if you want to make the case, power rankings, just what we've seen this year alone, these rosters put the Longhorns number one. Well, the other a one's long Florida way State. to go, and, and Florida, the other State. One's Florida State. Yeah, that's a great and point. They play at Clemson this weekend. They've already beaten LSU, though. Like, if you play someone real, look, you you've said this before. The top twenty-five early in the year should have wild swings, yep. and there should be big variance. At least I saw Florida State play somebody. And, yep, they survived this weekend. They look shitty and hurricane winds. Fine. You beat LSU in a neutral site. And you kick their ass. Right? Yep. Texas went to Tuscaloosa. Well, Bama's down. Well, part of the reason we think Bama's down, too, is they allowed Texas to come in and whip up on them. So I'm just making a point. When you play nobody, don't get, not not you, but people, don't get mad at me that I don't bake you a cake and say, congratulations, you beat the shit out of homeless people. The AP Top 25, not going to go through all of it, but just want to focus on a couple teams that aren't top three or four because we've talked about them, but maybe that next pod. Five is USC, six is Ohio State, seven is Penn State. That's one I would circle. Eight is Washington, another I would circle, and then nine that is Notre right Dame. There. Notre Dame at nine. Let me tell two. you something. I'm, I'm serious when I say this, and I know Washington hasn't played a heavyweight yet, but they played Boise, they played MSU, they went on the road to do it. Okay. Dude. DeBoer, from a scheme standpoint, the receivers, plural, including Wunzu and the rest. And then McMillan, this conversation yeah. about Michael Penix. Jim, why is Michael Penix shit on? Oh, well, he's a cut below Dre Make and Caleb Williams. Let me tell you something. If I got an offensive line and I'm an NFL team, I'm going to move mountains to draft Michael Penix because that kid, his ability to process, his ability to spin that football – Jim, he is. They're going to be a distinct problem for people. No? No, I agree with you. There's no pushback. In the Pac-12 preview, we pointed to them as among those at the favorite spot, the top three or four teams. I like them a lot more than USC. I think the one thought, though, is they have to go to SC, but because there's no divisions in a world where they lose a heartbreaker on the road, they'll get a rematch and they'll, they'll, exactly, they'll finish with one loss and go to the playoff. Who else? Name a few more teams. Let me see if we can find anybody else. Scrolling down a little bit. 10 is Oregon. You think they're going to house Colorado this week. LSU's already lost. They're at 12. Bama's 13. 14 is our Beavers. And 16 16 is Oklahoma. I'm not giving up on the Sooners yet. When they have that date with Texas, that's going to prove it right there. You got a weird game this weekend, though. Hold on. OU is at Cincinnati. I've got right? it on our sheet. And yep. I believe they're laying 13 and a half. You want to explain that to uh, me? I'm they're gonna... playing a team that just lost to Miami, Ohio? I, I know. I'm going to be all over Oklahoma, but I, we'll make the pick <laughs> later in the week because it. Okay. Because road, laying points. But I told you preseason, I thought since he was bad, it's still Emory Jones at quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's Dylan awful. Gabriel has that offense rolling for Oklahoma right now. Uh, right. Anybody let's get else? To the tailgate Tuesday. No, let's just no, get the food. No, no, no. Let's okay. get the tailgate Tuesday. We had a request for this. The dip game. Dips are a very controversial item. Here's my issue with the dips. Impossible to keep warm. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have a mini buffet Schaefer on your table. They're also disgusting if they're cold dips and they get room temperature. Mm. Then the other issue is now it's, oh, I brought a buffalo chicken dip. And you got people showing up at your house with a crock pot. That don't work. I have to tell you, I'm a very anti-dip big game or tailgate person. I will serve you food, real tangible food. What's the point of a dip when you have to go and dip 50 times? I don't want to dip. I want to eat. Hand me a burger. Hand me something of sustenance. Where are you on the dip game here? So with dips, there's one word. You don't want to hear it, but it's the reality. Congeal. Dips will congeal. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like if if they're not Mm -hmm. piping hot or if, like, listen, if it's like uh, like a, 
like a French onion dip where you can just kind of keep it at room temperature maybe. But the reality is, or a salsa, maybe you can get away with it. I, I just, I'm not crazy on the dip game either. So that's where you and I are simpatico because... You, you ever roll up to somebody's tailgate and they got queso that's been there oh. since 1977? Oh, hey, we got some or, queso. Or they got somebody jar. rolls up. Oh, they, 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 and they go up and they snap their chip like uh, Willis McGahee's leg in the in the orange bowl. <laughs> There's a reason I mean, we like, haven't heard in the, a while. Yeah, what's what's the point? So th- then, here's your other problem: the seven layer dip that has to be cold. Who wants warm stuff? But then here's the worst part: you get, as you just said, it you get the dips like the buffalo chicken dip. And it congeals, and now it has this layer of stucco, a.k.a. cheese. You go to dip, and there's no way out. You got your leg stuck in quicksand. The chip is in the dip, and I can't get it out. And now you end up taking, it's almost like when the piece of cheese slides off your piece of pizza. I I know. I just, I am telling you, people, you want to power rank these. Here's the power rank. No dip number one, <laughs> all dips two through infinity. Because I don't get here's the other thing. I don't want communal food. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't want to oh Bob's at the dip station again. Well, here's the problem. 90% of people are scumbags. They're double dipping. Mm-hmm. They're partial dipping. Or here's the other pain in the ass. You go to someone's party, you go to their house. Oh, yeah, here, here's a little paper plate. Take some dip with you to, to what? Go to the corner, sit down, and now I'm scraping chips to try to get some level of dip on. I avoid dips. They're a pain in the ass to make. They're, they're, they're a recipe to shit your pants, to be quite honest with you, because it's all a bunch of ingredients that don't belong together, and you're just putting this hot molten magma in, in down your esophagus. Jim, I, I'm I'm anti-dip. I'm being very upfront with you. I don't bring them to people's homes or serve them in my own. I don't like them. And we don't have to love every tailgate food we bring up. We're going to do this basically every week. You have... Um... Oh, Brenda brought the seven-layer dip, really? Because uh... Brenda made it last night, and you drove three hours to tailgate. Now it's room temperature, and I'm going to get fucking jaundice or some shit from this. I don't want this. It does feel like dip can be a health code violation more times than not, doesn't it? Like That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like when you really think about it, like food that shouldn't sit out for hours at a time and, and yeah, losing the heat. I and remember the we had a party years ago. We had a party years ago, back when I used to really give a shit about Michigan State. It was like 2014. And somebody, oh, they show up with their crock pot. Now they need a place to plug this thing in for the chicken <laughs> like, dip. No, no, they didn't. Like yes. a whole ass crock so, pot, the outlet. They're like, ah, oh, is there room in the kitchen? <laughs> I go, no, I got an outlet down by the bar. I go, yeah, you want to put it down there and serve it there? Fine. Jim, Jim, by the time the state game gets on, it looks like the taquitos under the hot roller at the gas station. Mm. I don't want this. This is not servable. Well, at least it, they were trying to keep it warm. I, I guess I get the thought respect, process. <laughs> but it's like, if, if you have to, it's almost like in the same sense that by the time you eat a chicken finger, it's not chicken anymore. Right. You have now seasoned it, breaded it, fried it, and double dipped it. That's not chicken. It's just not. It's delicious. If but... you have to work this, I, I agree. But people, the power ranking of dips is this. I wouldn't serve them. What if dips? it's just you? What if it, you get the just, like, are you like a spinach artichoke? Like, just one. Well, you see, no, sitting okay, down for yourself. Not yeah, communal. No, because a personal, first of all, a personal dip. Waste of resources. Uh, it's, well, and it's gluttonous. gluttonous. Yeah. And you're going to get sick. You're going to feel awful. Who's ever enjoyed dips at a tailgate or a big game party and not felt like garbage? I'm serious. No, I'm I mean, not maybe 25 anymore. all I could think is sometimes you're polite and you take a little bit, but I'm never the guy sitting there just scooping, shoveling dip. No. So here's our controversial take, and you can give it in the feedback for Tailgate Tuesday, cash ticket podcast at gmail.com. It's very simple. Power ranking of dips does not exist because they are unpower rankable. It's like when you get to Team 27 in the NFL power rankings. Do I really give a shit who's 27th, 30th, 28th, 32nd? The answer is no. Dips dips are the Mac of foods. Okay, now you went too far. It's not a real food. It's a cut below, 
and participating in it makes you sick. Now I'm now Tuesday I'm picturing night, Ball State Eastern Michigan. Queso. Well, that's what I was just gonna picture assigning schools to various dips. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the case? NIU is what spin art. Yeah, yeah, lukewarm spin art. No, I just it's it's just but that not... word lukewarm. Too much of this is lukewarm. These dips end up lukewarm. No, and then imagine it. You and I are watching a game, and I and we break out dip. What is this, Lady and the Tramp? Now you and I are. Oh, hey Jim, pa- pass me a chip. Yeah, no. Ugh. Chip crumbles. No all to in dips. There too. No. Say forget about say no to drugs. Say no to dips. They're a bad idea for a host. They're a worse idea as a guest. Possible like uh, what, 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 like what's another food boy? E. coli. I don't want any part of it. I'm out. Okay. This out this this was a a listener submitted tailgate item. You guys could do the same. Cash a ticket podcast at gmail.com. We were going to do the lost game day item. I don't know what that is. We can save that for next week or later on as we get deeper into football season. But I'm excited for you to present quote the lost game day item at some point on these Tuesdays. Done. All right. Done. I got something for you. Don't worry. We'll be here every week. Let's hope next week is a better one on Sunday. But we'll get to the picks. Loaded card in college. NFL. Redemption. Just got to gear up, man. You just got to you gotta stick to what you know. And I am going to play less. I, I can't play this many games. Oh, my God. People, we're pumping out Help. the content. Rate, review, subscribe. Check out the YouTube channel. Make sure you're supporting this stuff. We are pumping out more content this year than last year. And you guys, hey, the numbers are great. The reviews are great. We're over 2,000 on Apple Podcasts. Mike, what's the Spotify number? That's growing, too. It was like 994 or something. We're at 1,000 there. Boom. Big time. Okay. Rate, review, subscribe. Cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. And reminder college on Thursday, NFL Friday. It's cash the ticket. Okay. Picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.